This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Hanging out with you for one more hour. Thank you to everybody locked into the show all over North America, East Coast, West Coast, Down South, Midwest, Canada. What's up, Canada? Yeah, prepare yourselves. Get ready for this. Get ready for this. The Grey Cup took place on Sunday. Congratulations. That was for all the people in Canada who wanted to tell me about it. I beat you to it. Anyway, I'll be here with you for one more hour. As I mentioned, we had a good Monday night football game, unless you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. As the Eagles beat the Chiefs, the final score 21-17. to Philadelphia improving its record to 9-1. Kansas City falling to 7-3. Kansas City had a 17-7 lead going into the half. And Kansas City was blanked in the second half of the game, scoring no points. The other terrible thing for the Kansas City Chiefs here, five drops this game. Three drops in the final drive. 26 drops total. It's the most in the NFL for the Kansas City Chiefs. This also happens to be their third straight game with zero second-half points. And they've been terrible in the second half this season, scoring a league low, 53 points. This is the Chiefs. Terrible. They don't got that game breaker. We just had a caller on the other side. I forgot the gentleman's name from Cleveland. He's, ah, well, you know what? Tyreek Hill went there last year. But you don't think chickens come home to roost? You don't think the fact that they have Patrick Mahomes out there as one of the best QBs of all time has made a difference, but at some point, yeah, it might. This is a Kansas City Chiefs team that that can't score worth a damn. It's nice that we got a Super Bowl rematch, but the Eagles are able to walk away. Still their defense holding things down, holding the Chiefs to 17, and they got a 9-1 record. They got the Buffalo Bills up next, and for the Kansas City Chiefs, For their own benefit, they have an opportunity to go out and smack up them Raiders. What else is new? 855-212-4CBS is the number. I'm going to get to your calls. Uh, I guess this is the the night, the weekend of miserable head coaches. Uh, Kim Mulkey, tonight, LSU beat Texas Southern. Angel Reese not in action again. And Kim Mulkey is sick of your questions, asking her, you're like, what's going on? She don't want to answer it. Brandon Staley gave one of the more entertaining press conferences of the NFL season so far, telling everybody that, hey, I, I, ain't, I ain't letting up on the defensive play calling, and you should have confidence in me, or we have confidence in ourselves. 
Chiefs? Like, have you have you seen the Chargers since you took over? Have you seen the Chargers before you took over? It's not a damn reason for anybody to have confidence in anything. And then, yeah, Deion Sanders, after his loss on Friday night, this might be the most difficult point of Deion Sanders' life. That's what he said. And so we have a lot to do this hour before we roll out. But before we do that, let's listen to some of the key play calls. We know that there was no scoring by the Kansas City Chiefs at the end of the game. I also know that uh, Travis Kelsey, he fumbled the ball in the end zone. I know Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he couldn't hold on to a game-winning touchdown while he was diving towards the end zone. But before we talk about them, let's listen to the man who helped win a game. This is Jalen Hurts, a 10-yard touchdown run to pull these Chiefs, or excuse me, to pull these Eagles a little bit closer to victory. Let's listen to his his first run in the third quarter. Hurts calling for the football late in the third quarter. Chiefs lead by 10. Hurts takes the snap. It's a quarterback keeper. He runs up the middle. He scores. He scores. Eagles Radio Network, if you can tell by the excitement. Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter able to throw a 41-yard bomb to Devontae Smith. Devontae finished with 99 yards receiving, and that set up what has been now known as the uh, brotherly shove. This gave them the lead and basically gave them the victory. Listen to this. They push. They shove. Now there's a penalty flag thrown, and we'll see about that. Now they're in, I believe. They are in for a touchdown, and who's the penalty against? You know what's coming, and you just can't stop it. They were in. And Kansas City's lined up off sides. Touchdown! That penalty's declined. Result of play is a touchdown. And Nick Sirianni, he spoke to the media after the game. And you know who he had to show love to? The man who threw the 41-yard bomb? The man who rushed for both of those touchdowns to give the Eagles the lead and, and come back and win? Nick Sirianni showed love to Jalen Hurts. Listen to this. It was a heck of a check. Jalen just sees some great things out there, and he did a phenomenal job. Got to a little bit of a, you know, I won't, won't get too much into it, but he checked to that, and uh, it ended up being the right call at the right moment, and uh, that's what good quarterbacks do. Quarterbacks, they make they make three or four plays that change the game with their mind, right? You know, they, they got to do a great job throwing the ball, you know, running the, running the show, but they make three to four checks a game with their mind that can make big differences, and Jalen did that tonight. No, he's big time. They're going to go on and take take on the Buffalo Bills. That should be a fun one. Can't wait for that. Look, the Eagles are, are running their way to the postseason. It's just a matter of whether or not they go back to the Super Bowl. That's it. I hope they stay healthy. I, I don't need to hear nothing else about the Eagles. They, they awesome. They whooping ass, okay? On the other side, Kansas City, they got some things to clean up. I mean, we saw even early in the game, uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception, Uh, In the end zone, could have been a score. No, turnover. Uh, Late in the game, early early portion of the fourth quarter, we saw Travis Kelsey in the red zone uh, trying to get down and and having the ball punched out of his arms. Roby knocked it out. Another opportunity to score. And then we saw all of the missed passes. And by the way, there was no, no pass or no catch 
bigger than this that was dropped. Five drop passes by the Chiefs tonight. And people are really going to look at Marquez Valdez-Scantling because this was the big one. This is from the Chiefs radio. Snap to Mahomes, retreating. He's unloading it long. He's got Valdez-Scantling, and he cannot hang on to the ball. He drops the ball in the end zone. A deep post pattern. The Chiefs had it. They had the defender beat. And Valdez-Scantling on a deep post had the deep safety beat. And Valdez-Scantling drops the ball at the one-yard line. Yeah, that was that was big time, man. Justin Watson had the, the opening score of the game. But then also Justin Watson also had a, a, a big drop late in the game as well. And so when it came down to it, Patrick Mahomes, he spoke to the media afterwards and he said, uh, yeah, second half, we stink. Simple is we just got to be better in the second half. I mean, all season long, we haven't played great football in the second half. So um, we have to continue to work. Um, obviously, had a pretty good first half running the football. Um, but uh, we got to find a way to finish games offensively. Is there something yep. consistent with the second halves in our <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. I mean, today it was uh, penalties and just miscues. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got to find ways to score at the end of the day. Defense is playing playing great football, has been all year. Uh, offense, we got to find ways to finish football games. Andy Reid missing out on an opportunity tonight to become the winningest head coach in Chiefs history. Uh, Andy Reid also talked about how they stunk. Yeah, you know, Adam, I think we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I've got to do a better job helping out with that. And then, yeah, my guys, we've got to do the same thing. So we've all got to uh, pick it up a notch there the second half. We're, we're just not as sharp there. And, um, you know, we'll work on that. Hey, Travis Kelsey, I know you, you scored a touchdown tonight. I also know you had that, that big fumble where Roby punched the ball out of your arms. Uh, how you feeling about the game tonight? Well, what, what happened, man? What, what, what's the deal? What happened? My fumble. How would you diagnose just what's going on with the offense otherwise? I got to be better. Just not playing up to the level that I have in the past. I got to be better. Any adjustments the Eagles did in the second half to sort of disrupt things? No. Turnovers. Turnovers and... Uh, and um, penalties on our half. It's nothing that they did. Travis, three, Call us. three games, no points in the second half. Are you identifying anything why, why it's happening in the second half? I just half? mentioned the turnovers in the second half. I just mentioned the, the flags. It's all fixable. We just got to do it. Travis, does this feel like a particularly emotional game to you when you no. play them? He shook his head no. I know uh, he took the approach of, uh-uh, they didn't do anything. We we did it all, man. You You got to give the Eagles a little bit more credit, right? And his brother finally beat him, Jason Kelsey. Center on the offensive line, holding it down for the Eagles. They finally got the job done. Uh, His brother has a different perspective. His brother spoke to the media, and his brother credited their defense for blanking them out in the second half. Listen to Jason Kelsey. We have really good players. Shonda Sai has been really, really good for the most part this year. I think the defense has been outstanding. I mean, I think – Outside of maybe one or two games, they've been pretty stifling. Rodden defense has been rated the best in the NFL. So they're doing some really, really good things. And- yeah, 
doing some really good things. I mean, let's keep in mind, they, they acquired Kevin Byard from Tennessee. This man goes out and snatches his first interception as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. Late in the game, Bradley Roby, I told you about him punching the ball out of Travis Kelsey's arms. That pretty much stopped the score. They, they, they were big time. And can we be shocked? No, because this, this Eagles defense – if you think about what got them to the Super Bowl last year, it's sending linemen in waves. And, yeah, they've been dealing with injuries. you got the N'Kobe Deans of the world who are hurt. Jalen Carter is still out there. you still got these old men out there who are still causing all types of, uh, of problems in the world. Fletcher Cox, I mean, these dudes just, they don't go away. And the Kansas City Chiefs blanked out another second half. Eagles win 21 to 17 855-212-4CBS Dennis is calling from Detroit and Detroit is happy right now you're on CBS Sports Radio what's up Dennis what's up what's up JR how are you man I'm doing great I'm doing great man I, I just wonder why all the national sports shows are, are discounting what we're doing here the Lions are for real when when you've lost as much as we as much as we have lost, and you start to win, you you just you get hungry. You want you want more. What so do you think your question do? to your question to me is it a question to me or you're asking me about or to answer for all of the media? What are you asking me? Um, more so. I, I I was just questioning why are so many people discounting them. So I can't speak to why anybody's doing anything. I can only speak for me. But I can tell okay. you this. On a historical basis, the Lions have stunk. And a lot of times, which you pretty much said, a lot of times, and this is by rule, it has nothing to do with the Lions, has nothing to do with Detroit. You got to actually win something before people put more stock into it. It has not been ignored by anyone, and I'll say anyone for the most part, that the Lions are 8-2, and two, that they had a comeback against the Bears, that they've been playing some games closer than you would think. People understand what the Lions are doing, but people want to talk about the teams that are, are actually at the place or at the peak as opposed to teams that might be there. That's it. All right. All uh, right. I've been watching them, and I've been disappointed a lot, but I've seen enough to understand that that hunger that they're that they're that they're portraying it starts with the with the head coach, Dan Campbell. Wow. I think he may be up for coach of the year. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. He he not might he's not might be terrible English. He he might not be up for coach of the year. He is up for coach of the year. And he has his imprint all over the team. But this is my question to you, Dennis, as a, as a fan of the Detroit Lions. If the team is 8-2, and two, if the team has an opportunity to compete in the NFC, why the hell do you care what anybody has to say about it? What does it matter to you? Because we got a lot of young young players, and, you know, they listen to what's, what's in the news. They listen to what's on the sports shows then they need to find something better to do. I mean, if anything, they should find motivation in the fact that, as you say, nobody's talking about them enough. I don't think they care that much, Dennis. 
if you're if your only reason is to care about oh nobody's talking about the Lions is to is for the players to be motivated, then they might as well be a bunch of losers. Thank you, Dennis, for calling from Detroit. He had no idea what to say there. I'm just saying. Like for the life of me. I mean, we could start picking around cities. I give it about a week before somebody starts calling me from Denver going, hey, JR, what's going on with the uh, going on with the Broncos? We're going to run the table all the way to the Super Bowl. Oh, you said that they suck. Well, they did suck. They were complete ass. There's not enough words, enough adjectives for me to describe how bad they look. God bless them for turning things around. But all of a sudden, I'm supposed to go, oh, my God, the Broncos are going to run to the Super Bowl? No, let them prove it on the field. Like, if I'm a fan of a team, I don't care what anybody is saying about I'm rooting for my team. Who cares about respect? I mean, we got a bunch of people like myself sit around. Some people say more outrageous things than others just to get a rise out of people. And the fans listen, and they oh, nobody's talking about my team. Uh, my team doesn't get respect. It's just like, who cares? As long as your team is winning, why does it bother you so much? It shouldn't. Root for your team. Simple as that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls, but I told you, we got a bunch of miserable head coaches just over the past several days. Deion Sanders is sad. Brandon Staley might lose his mind. Andy Reid, disappointed with what took place tonight. Kim Mulkey, yes, who would have thought we'd have a miserable college basketball coach on the women's side this early in the year? What is it? In November. But Kim Mulkey, lips are sealed, zipped when it comes to Angel Reese. And nobody exactly knows why. And she ain't telling. We're going to hear from Dion, Kim Mulkey. Andy Reid, and someone who's probably sweating bullets right now over his job, Brandon Staley. A bunch of miserable coaches on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Boy, that's the story of my life. No respect. Tell her no respect. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. God bless, wish you well, and all the best, JR, because you really are my favorite sports DJ on the air. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Coaches are miserable, aren't they, right? Like, when have you ever met a coach who's always happy? Even if you got to think about some of the winningest coaches in, in just any sport, when are they happy? Never. Nick Vitale? Is that before or after? God bless him. He, I heard he uh, beat cancer again, but he's not on, on the radio. Well, not on TV, right? That would be correct, yes. For now. Yeah, for now. Yeah, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd put him in that category. Uh, Try to think. A uh, happy G- coach? Good G- luck. I would say Jimmy V. Okay, okay, so I got to go back 40 years. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm proving your point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Coaches are miserable. 
And so let's think about it this way. And we're going to hear from a lot of miserable coaches right now. Let's start with one from tonight. And not Andy Reid. We'll hear from him again momentarily. The LSU Lady Tigers, Kim Mulkey, winning a national championship. Angel Reese, we know about Angel Reese. And uh, you can't see me to Caitlin Clark throwing out the first pitch at an Orioles game. Sports Illustrated model, swimsuit model. Now she's doing stuff in NIL deals. And she's a celebrity. She might be or might have been this year, a bigger star in the college side than anybody in the WNBA. My, no, no disrespect to Asia Wilson, but that think Angel Reese has garnered more attention. She garnered national attentions, whether you appreciate it or not. And so here we are. LSU is 5-1 and one on the season. They were embarrassed to open up the year. And so Angel Reese was benched the next game. And then the following two games, she's been out of action. That includes tonight. And the LSU Lady Tigers, they beat TSU. Shout out to all my folks in Houston, Texas, Southern. LSU beat them 106-47. to Like, what's the big deal here? They waxed the team that they should have waxed. Except for Andrew Reese wasn't there. This was her second straight game where she wasn't available. People have been asking, dating back to the end of last week, well, where the hell is she? Last week, Kim Mulkey didn't want to give an answer. And so rumors started to fly around. We saw her and another student's mother going at it about, well, her GPA sucks, so she's been academically ineligible. Uh, You you got Angel Reese putting up messages online saying, don't believe everything you hear. You have ex-teammates who are going, well, I'm not going to say everything I'm thinking. I feel like I'm back in college with all this back and forth nonsense, uh, people saying stuff but not saying anything. And so tonight, Kim Mulkey was asked again, where's Angel Reese? Why isn't she playing? Like people are making up rumors. Why can't you just answer us? And Kim Mulkey is just like, I don't got to tell you nothing. Listen to this. Issues. That's what coaches do. Sometimes y'all know about them and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you want to know more than you're entitled to know. I'm going to protect my players always. They are more important. It's like a family, Scott. Let me ask you this. If you do some discipline of your own children, do you think we're entitled to know that? That's a family in that locker room. That's a family. And it really doesn't matter what I say to you guys. You're going to write and interpret things the way you want to. Some of you wrote some things that I never said. I never used some of the words that y'all wrote. You interpreted it the way you wanted to. Just write what I tell you. But this is no different. I've been doing this for 40 years. Those kids are like my children. And I'm not going to tell you what you don't need to know. And that's just the way I address things. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, she's well within her right. That doesn't mean that it's going to work. It doesn't mean that it's it's not making a larger distraction. And she could be found to be right at the end of the year. And she could very well, LSU might win another national championship. And this is water under the bridge. And we get the sob stories about how they've overcome and this and that. And the media, we, we, we can hear all of that. Or they could crash and burn. That's a possibility. And when I mean crash and burn, not as a basketball team with their 5-1 and one record. But that there's no guarantee they win a championship. There's none. And eventually everything comes out anyway. 
And so as people do, if you know people are going to run their yap, you, you, you've insinuated that they've, they've gone out and she's being punished. Just say it. Is she suspended? Like, what's the deal? Why allow people to run wild? And oh, yeah, about the last time I looked, her mother and her, her teammate's mother, I think is Flage. Why did the two mothers aren't part of the media? They ain't in the public. And so all of this is just running wild. You're making things more difficult than they need to be. Like, we're going to find out what happened to Angel Reese while her ex-teammates, while parents and the media say all type of vague things. The head coach can actually put things in perspective, but she's battling right now. Oh, yeah, to, to defend her, uh, her players. That's what she says. Speaking of defending players... Well, speaking of, forget the players. We got a coach in the NFL. He's, he's defending himself. Brandon Staley stinks. The Chargers can't hold a damn lead. They lost to Green Bay. They stink. Their offense, excuse me, their defense has given up almost 3,000 yards of passing offense here this NFL season. That's ridiculous. So Brandon Staley asked by the media, at the end of the game, after choking this one away, they asked him, hey, are you going to give up play calling duties? And Brandon Staley's like, nah, man, y'all need to trust me. And I'm like, why? Listen to this guy. I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. We got to bring this group together and do it consistently. Okay? And that's where it's at. So... You can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Ooh. Wow. Somebody worried about their job, huh? Someone on the college side not worried about their job, but maybe he is uh, lacking confidence in his team, and I couldn't blame him if he does. It's Deion Sanders. Colorado has now fallen to 4-7. and seven. They've lost seven out of their last eight games. They've allowed a, a college football worse, 54 sacks. Shador Sanders, his son, was sacked four times, even knocked out of the game at one point. I know Dion is tired of looking at his son be a crash test dummy. And this was Friday night while we were here on air. But then Dion really got to talking afterwards, after they got smacked by Washington State of all teams. 56 to 14 embarrassing they got utah up next i don't want to know what that beatdown is going to look like and so dion he was asked about next week and just listen to him is he confident going to next week against utah how much are guys kind of auditioning for, for where they stand going into the season <laughs> i don't know about audition man we trying to win we're trying to win. We, we're just trying to win a football game. I don't know about the auditions. We're trying to win. Is this the toughest stretch of your coaching career this far? Oh, this is the toughest stretch of probably my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. My head is throbbing. The bug you're dealing with, has that been going through the, the locker room? Yeah, all? yeah, but it has nothing to do with what transpired. They kicked their butts with, without, with or without that. Oh, man, the team is giving D. De- oh, it's not. Dion said the team isn't giving him a headache. He's also said this might be the toughest stretch of his life. Okay, fine. This guy's used to winning. What, what do we want? 
Welcome to the rest of the world where you got to take some more L's, Dion. Okay? And I thought you were bringing that luggage in. It was all Louie. And now you got to bring in an offensive line. Well, your son's probably going to be gone. Good, good luck with that one. And then this guy, he lost tonight as well. At least he has more of a season in front of him. He's coming off of a championship. It's Andy Reid. Andy Reid not happy with his team tonight. The Eagles losing 21-17. to Turnovers, interceptions, fumbles, drops. Andy Reid tonight basically says, oh, yeah, we, we got to do better. Yeah, you know, Adam, I think we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I've got to do a better job helping out with that. And then, you know, my guys have got to do the same thing. So we've all got to uh, pick it up a notch there in the second half. We're, we're just not as sharp there. Um, you know, we'll work on that. Sad. Real sad. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I can tell you who else is sad. You know, I, I mentioned to you Dion. Man had a headache. He said he's in one of the toughest stretches of his life. We're going to hear from another college coach. He might be in a, for a, a tough stretch now that his uh, college QB will be moving on. I'm going to tell you who it is on the other side of the break. Get to your calls before we roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. This is the first time I've ever listened to you, but I'm going to be listening a lot more. You're enjoyable. I want to start with that. First off, I love listening tonight for the first time. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. So before we went to break, we heard from some miserable head coaches. You know, we heard from Andy Reid. His team lost tonight. The Eagles beat Kansas City. 21 to 17. Then we heard from Kim Mulkey, even though her team smashed Texas Southern tonight, she had to answer questions about Angel Reese, who was missing again, and she didn't want to say why she was gone. She was miserable. We heard from Dion, Dion Sanders, over the weekend saying that this is maybe or this might be the toughest stretch of his life. And then we heard from Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers whose team blew a lead one more time or couldn't at least uh, maybe haul in a pass. Uh, Well, I can go on and on. He pretty much said that, yeah, you you should have confidence in me or I have confidence in me when it comes to my uh, defensive play calling. Not that we have any evidence that that should be the case. Someone else spoke to the media. It's Lincoln Riley after his team got smashed, giving up a crap ton of points to its hometown rival, UCLA, USC loses 38-20. to 20. Uh, Caleb Williams is, is done here in college football, not expecting to see this dude again. As he goes to the NFL, he finishes the year 3,600 yards, 30 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. He also did not want to speak to the media uh, following his game. I know people criticized him about that. I'm not worried about it too much. He's going to have to do it at the NFL level. And uh, Lincoln Riley, people calling for his head. He spoke to the media, and he's like, yeah, we lost to UCLA, and I know people are ticked off. 
very, very disappointing. I mean, no, no other way to put it. Uh, told the guys in the locker room, uh, I've uh, clearly not done a good enough job here in the second half of the season, getting this team ready to go. Um, didn't do a good enough job today, getting our offense ready to go. Uh, another game very similar to, to Notre Dame, missed opportunities, obviously a ton of turnovers offensively, the turnovers and the fourth down stops, uh, you know, turnover for a touchdown. Um, Defensively, we did some really good things, especially with being put in just horrible field position by all the turnovers just all day, uh, but didn't get off the field quite enough on third downs. And uh, and that's the name of the game. We just didn't we just didn't play good enough in any way. And it felt like there were some opportunities being here at home where we had a chance to grab some momentum, really get going there. Um, a couple stops, obviously the deal right before halftime, um, and we just flat out didn't play good enough. I mean, just just. Uh, Extremely disappointing to finish this way with, with obviously how well we started the season. Um, I, I know our guys are disappointed. Coaches are disappointed. I'm disappointed. I know our fans are disappointed, and they should be. Uh, yeah, the whole team, y'all, y'all basically suck. The defense stinks, and your quarterback ain't going to get any better than Caleb Williams, so I don't know how much longer Lincoln Riley has, but he's basically on the clock. Hey, let's end listening to some coaches, I guess, on a – on a positive note, we've talked about some of the Thanksgiving matchups. We know the Lions will be in action. The Cowboys will be in action. How about thinking about the 49ers in Seattle? Yeah, they're going to be in action as well. And Seattle just lost to the Rams. Unfortunately, Aaron Donald met Geno Smith, and it didn't end well for Geno, dealing with a, a triceps uh, elbow injury. Uh, Pete Carroll, I guess this is positive news. He said that, yeah, Gino is likely to play on Thanksgiving. Listen to this. But Gino and his elbow, is it realistic to think that this could be pretty much settled got, down by Thursday? The, he got hit on the back of his, on the, it's really his tricep. Okay, the swelling okay. does affect his elbow, but he got hit back here. It's not an elbow injury. So uh, it's just a matter of, you know, how sore he is and, how, and, and if we can maintain, you know, keeping the swelling down so that he has the freedom to throw. And, and uh, he, he looked great when he went back out there. Um, he, he probably, he's more sore today than he was, but uh, we got a couple of days. We really think that he's got a great chance to make it back. Yeah, Captain Positivity always there, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's the one guy that's happy that coaches. Yeah, I guess he is, unless he has to coach Russell Wilson. <laughs> now you have the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan, also happy. Well, typically, kind of surly. He was happy that Brock Purdy, in beating Tampa Bay, he had a perfect passer rating. And he's going to be able to take that into the game on Thanksgiving against Seattle. And uh, Kyle Shanahan, a lot of positivity for Brock Purdy. Listen to this. I thought he played real well. Um, uh, there was very few that he missed. Um, protected the ball extremely well. Um, when there wasn't anything there, we didn't have any intentional groundings and um, did a good job moving the chains also, especially at the end there on that keeper. Um, and I thought he had a hell of a game. Yeah, he did. I mean, get people giving Brock Purdy the benefit of the doubt now. Now, having said that, if we do have any bad news, Talanoa Hufanga, he's out. This man tore his ACL, and so he's done for the year. All pro out of USC. Uh, speaking of USC, He's not he's not going to be playing the rest of the season. The 49ers, we still know they have a damn good defense. He just won't be out there. Real fun dude to watch. So that part sucks for him, or sucks for them, I should say. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get some of your calls before we have to roll out 
We got Paul calling from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Paul? Hey, man. How you doing, Jay? I was going to get back to you about Thanksgiving. I want the Detroit fans to listen up. Win and take care of everything. I mean, we got a few problems. Like our pass rush is my major concern. Then for the last, what, six, seven games, we'll tour our start uh, off in the line. But just be patient. It, winning will take care of it. They, they, they destined to win. They win. But the situations, I feel that they're going to have to go to Detroit. Whoever goes to Detroit is going to go to the Super Bowl. Whoever beat Detroit, if they beat them, they'll go to the Super Bowl. That's straight up. I'm not fearing about San Francisco. I don't care about Dallas. Dallas, neither one of them is mm-hmm. between Detroit and Philadelphia. That's all there's to it. Rest of them clowns, they, they, they get on out the way. Because okay. we are destined to This is our chance. And we prove ourselves over the years. And if, okay. if we're going to get better, it's years to come. So we just, All right. just well, listen, I, I guess the, the benefit is, and thank you, Paul, for calling from Michigan, you, you have a quarterback, regardless of how many uh, turnovers his former coach didn't appreciate him having. You, you got a dude in Jared Goff who has had that experience. He didn't have the best of games yesterday uh, throwing three interceptions. But, uh, yeah, hope that you get a better version of Jared Goff going through all things considered. Uh, what looked like to be just a stop in Detroit, Kind of like, oh, we just got Jared Goff. Looks like he's going to be sticking around. 855-212-4CBS. Luke is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Luke? Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm excellent. What's up? Um, I'm just calling about uh, Brandon Staley and just like, I mean, I'm just curious to see like how many chances you think the Chargers are going to get because, I mean, it seems like year after year he just keeps messing up at the end or like screwing up games and, it's just getting annoying as a fan. What is he? So he's like uh, Anthony Lynn version 2, right? 2.0? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like um, he just, like, he can't get the team to play together. And, like, we have a lot of talent with, uh, like, Khalil Mack. I mean, Bosa got Derwin hurt. Derwin uh, James. They are, yeah, Derwin James, Herbert, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, Joey like Bosa be- is now down with that, that sprained foot. Look, it, you heard it, and we played it here. He ain't going to be long for sticking around. The way Brandon Staley spoke about the team and spoke about himself, when you have to defend yourself that much and you got your back up against the wall, the writing is already on the wall. And I think how the rest of this season goes is going to be very indicative as to uh, whether or not he's going to stick around or how much rope he gets. Uh, I think everyone with two eyes knows this. The Chargers aren't going anywhere with him leading the way. We can throw that idea the hell up on out the window. Larry is calling from Cleveland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Larry is not here. Good. Mike is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy almost Thanksgiving to you, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, good. I, What's got up? A couple, I got a couple questions. Well, we're, I, up I against, have... we're, we're up against the end of the show. Hit me with the best question. All right. Uh, yesterday... There was, uh, there was an illegal man downfield by the Jets, and uh, the, ref, the, refer, the referee on the top blew, blew the call and said that it, was, it, it didn't happen, okay? The next series of plays, we, the Bills ended up getting a pass interference call when the Jets guy... Mike, Mike, in the interest of time, what's the question? My my question is, I didn't, I don't, I didn't think that you can stop the game and change the call 
when somebody is under center. What's the what's the what's the question? That's the, that's the question. That was a that was a that was a statement by you. That's not a question to me. I, I do know something though. The last time I looked, the Buffalo Bills beat the Jets thirty-two to six yesterday, Mike. So I, I wouldn't sweat it too much. I would. Well, worry I know, about, but but I I would worry more so about the Buffalo Bills and their their turnovers than than anything else. Thank you, Mike, for calling from Buffalo. Zz's calling from Arizona. Zz, what's your question? Hey, what's up, dear? How you doing? I'm excellent. Um, it's good. Quick question: As far as the Bears are concerned, is it possible they're close? I mean, I think they still need to get some more picks in the draft next year, and they have a number of good draft picks. And I think that the GM is doing a really good job for them. If Fields can somehow get to a place where he's more consistent, and they're well, letting him play his game, here's he... here's the unfortunate here's the unfortunate part uh, is is Matt Eberflus to do to lead them there. Uh, Alex Anzalone from uh, the Lions, a linebacker, he talked about the team. He said they have plenty of talent. Obviously, they just added Sweat. You have Justin Fields. and his, It doesn't even matter how much talent Justin Fields has. It's really screwed up that this year was supposed to be an evaluation year for him, and he hasn't been evaluated because for the past month or so, he hasn't been able to go out there and grip a football. So uh, the rest of the season might have to be an indicator as to like who and what he is. Uh, yeah, the Bears have talent, but do you have somebody who can bring it all together, and are you going to have to bring in a new head coach to try to do that? So I would pay very close attention to, to what remains of this year. Uh, you know, blowing that lead yesterday didn't help anybody. Uh, just just uh, stay tuned, man. I think you'll have an idea come January, okay? Sounds good. Happy Healthy New Year. Thanks. Thank you, ZZ, for calling from Arizona. You've been locked into the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. My time here is done. I'm going to be back with you tomorrow. My final show before we hit the holiday. I'll be back 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. If you missed a minute of tonight's show, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. You can find me everywhere. I'm on Twitter, X, Facebook, all of that stuff, Instagram. I am at JR Sport Brief. Thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening. Thank you to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Maybe by the time I'm back tomorrow, maybe Kim Mulkey will give an answer as to uh, where the hell is Angel Reese? Like, worse than looking for Waldo. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio is done. Don't move. Amy Lawrence is up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.